Hello, everyone, and welcome to I'm Not Drunk, I'm Autistic, the podcast. I'm Nara Birch, your, your host, and thank you for joining me as I get to ramble on about what it's like to be autistic. Who would have thunk that people would want to listen to this? Glad you do. Um, anyways, so today I wanted to talk about... Um, how autistic people are more likely to be in not so like normal in society relationships or we tend. So, okay. So there's something called the double rainbow, which basically means you're autistic and you are, um, you identify as LGBTQI plus. I think I got all the initials. There's a lot of initials, uh, but that plus category should cover it. Um, Yeah, like we, I think a study I saw in 2017 said 4.5% of Americans identify as LGBTQ, but 15 to 30% of autistic people who were in the study identified. So we're like two or three times higher to like have different gender identities or have different sexual identities. Um, And it's called the double rainbow because we're on two spectrums. A rainbow is a spectrum and so is the autism spectrum. It's super cool. I love getting to be a double rainbow. Like that's just all the colors, man. All the fucking colors, love it. Uh, So I personally identify as queer um, sexually. So I don't care if you're a man, a woman, everything in between, nothing at all. Like, I don't care what gender you identify as. If I like you as a human, as a creature, then I like you. Um, Another thing is I'm also polyamorous. So that means that I have relationships, both sexual and not sexual, with many different people. Everything is consensual. Everyone is aware of it. And a lot of people with autism often have polyamorous relationships. Um, we just, we, we tend to not see the world the same way that humans, that society has set it up to see it as. So for us, different like styles of relationships work better. Um, for me, like personally with the polyamory, I am not very good at having levels of love. I love my platonic friends the same amount I love my significant others who I have sexual relationships with. Like, there is no difference. It's just the ways that that love gets expressed is how, that's how, like, the difference there. Um, Yeah, I'm not, I don't like having to limit myself to only being in love with one person because there's so many beautiful humans out there. There's so many interesting people. There's so many different relationships you can have. And that's just why polyamory in general speaks to me. I I also don't think it's fair to expect one person to be everything you need them to be. Like that's a that's a lot of pressure, man. Like to have one person completely fulfill everything that you need. Like I'm I'm, I know that there's people out there who that works for them and good for you. But like for me, it just, I, I just want to have different people who I love in different ways and like love different things about them. And I also just love the community it creates. Like my boyfriend will brush my hair because he's the only one of the only humans who can do it. 
um, because I have sensory issues. Oh boy, those hairbrushes are not fun for me. And I have like just the worst type of hair for that. It's just like thick and tangled. It's a mess. Um, but like he'll brush it so that I could go to my girlfriend's house for her to cut and dye it. Although she can brush it too. She is another human that has managed to do it, but it's just, it's easier for me when my boyfriend does it because a lot of times people, okay, so for the hair brushing, a lot of times when people brush my hair and I start going, ow, 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 they like stop and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And like, it's going to hurt me. Like, you have to know that, man. You just have to keep pushing through. So like my boyfriend, he'll just he'll keep going. He'll just be like, nope, I'll like move my head away. And he'll just like bring it back. Like, nope, we're going, man. You said to brush your hair, we're getting your hair brushed. Like he'll let me take breaks and shit if I need it. But he, he doesn't stop just because I say, ow, when he's brushing my hair, which is what I need, because it's going to hurt me no matter what, no matter how gentle you are, no matter like if I have the correct brush, if my hair is in the correct condition. Um, yeah, fun discretion, but Digression? Digression. Words are very hard. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so I just, I love the community that it creates. My my dream is in the future to just go and like move to Colorado or somewhere, just like buy a big property, just, and have a commune, have like, we'll grow our own weed and shrooms and food and just like, have just like, a hippie commune um, and just live our lives. Like that to me is beautiful. Getting to sit down with my significant others and my significant others, significant others and like eat a meal. That's just heaven in my book. Um, yeah, I really, really just, that's one of the things I love about autism is that I truly do think in ways that I know everybody probably thinks that the way they think is the best, but I just really appreciate how open my brain can be to things sometimes. I'm just always like, yeah, I like that about myself. I truly do. Um, and then another reason I really wanted to talk about this is because one of the things that really bothers me is when people assume that autistic people don't want to have relationships. They don't want to have sex. They don't want the same social things that the neurotypicals do, because that's completely wrong. We want to have friends as much as you do. We want to have sexual partners as much as you do. The issue is we don't always quite know how to go about getting them. And that can often be perceived as just having no interest in it whatsoever, which is wrong. Like there's like, People with autism and other disabilities aren't getting proper sex education in school because they just, people assume that they're never going to need it. And that's just not how that works. Like, you have to realize that we are wired, our brains might be wired differently, but our other parts are wired quite the same. And like, we have the same needs and like, relationship wants as anybody else. Um, yeah, I, that's something that's always kind of bothered me. I feel like we've always been seen as kind of like robots who are happy just sitting alone in our room when in fact, that's not what it is at all. Like me personally, I have no idea how to flirt. I have no idea how to, 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 to pursue. Like my idea of flirting is telling somebody the mating habits of banana slugs. And you know what? 
it kind of works well for me because it filters out the people who are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, from the people who are like, ooh, you want to hear a fact about duck penises? Like, so it kind of helps a little bit, but like, that's not how you're supposed to go find significant others. We also like, I can't just, even before COVID, I couldn't just go up in a bar and like, just start like walk up to a pretty little lady and be like, hey, how you doing? Because there's no way I would have been able to hear what she was saying to me because of all the fucking noise around me and all the sensory processing issues. Um, like, so things like that, we, we aren't able to find people in the same way either. So that can also be a factor in why we might not be as successful in relationships um, or finding relationships. Because uh, you know what? I personally, I love autistic people. I would prefer if all my relationships were with autistics or autistic-like people because that's one of the reasons I think that I do love polyamory so much is because I fall in love with people so easily. Like you start ranting about your favorite subject. You start ranting about that video game. You bring out your codex. Oh my goodness. That to me is like, yes, please, please. I love it. Um, I just, I, I love when people get passionate about things. Um, and so when people are just talking about like, the fish aquarium they're going to create in just great detail. I don't know any of the fish names, but I'm going to stare at you and just think lovingly about how much I want to cuddle you because you are just such a dork. Another aspect of like dating with autism is a lot of the times, like when my boyfriend tells people that his girlfriend is autistic, they immediately think that something weird's going on. They think he's like, taking advantage of a special needs person or something like that. And that also is something that I just don't get. Like, yes, there are some people with autism who have intellectual disabilities, but not all of us. Like, I don't have one. There is, I am not mentally incapable of making this kind of decision um, whatsoever. And people just automatically hear autistic and think, yeah, yeah, you're dating a you're dating an autistic person. What's wrong with you? And I there are definitely people out there who do see the word autistic. Like for instance, Facebook. I opened a new Facebook account with for the autistic pinup and the amount of people I have gotten that have like messaged me. I've never gotten anything like that on any other social media profile I've ever opened because I've never put the word autistic anywhere. Like for my, this this Facebook, it's blazed, it's blazoned all over. Like you can see that it says autistic everywhere. And like so, like last night I got this dude who fucking Facebook called me three times. Like, they see the word autistic, and I think the scammers all think, ooh, this is someone we could take advantage of. And that's just, like, a really interesting thing that I've noticed is people see the word autistic and automatically just assume it means less capable than someone who's not. And in some aspects, we aren't as well prepared as others. That's that's for sure. But they're all things that we can be taught. Like the internet has been good for autistic people with relationships 
in more ways than it has been bad, I think. Like, we honestly have a place to find other people like us. We have a place to find communities who want to play Minecraft together or, like, just have different different ways to be able to talk to people halfway across the world that you might not have got to meet in person. So that, I think, for the internet is something that's been really helpful for for autistics, but there's definitely internet safety that we need to work on because you put that your special needs are autistic and people will try to talk to you to just take advantage of you. And I think that's, it sucks, but it's an honest fact. Like that's another thing we need to put in with sex education is like also how to, how to have internet relationships safely. Um, there's just so much that's, not being taught to all the all the autistics that that could be taught to them. Uh, I think this is everything I have to say on this subject for now. Um, there's always there can always be future episodes though about it. Um, honestly, like whenever I record this one episode by myself, I'm not normally allowed to just talk for. 15 minutes straight without someone interrupting me. So it's a little bit of a power trip. I love it. Uh, but I also am getting anxious that maybe people won't want to hear me talk for 15 minutes straight. So like, yeah, yeah I'm still trying to figure out a good, a good format for that shit. Um, oh, anxiety. Anxiety is fun. We definitely need to talk about that in a future episode because God damn it. The anxiety affects me more than the autism some days, I swear. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Please check out my blog, I'm Not Drunk, I'm Autistic. And I will talk to you guys next time.